Before we get to the episode, uh, if you're hearing this right now, that means that you clicked on this podcast, and I just wanted to say thanks. Uh, before we get any any deeper into this, um, whether or not you listen to the first five minutes of this and click off, or you stick around until Connor starts aggressively uh, clicking his keyboard and obviously doing something else in the background, um, just being here and, uh, and giving me the listen on this uh, means a lot to me, and um, I really want to turn this thing, this uh, docked mode, into something special this year. Um, and every listen counts and any support counts. So I appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy. All right, that's the gun. That's the gun, yep. That's the gun. We're live, we're live. Well, maybe. What What do you mean you don't have a, of a list? You didn't play anything? Uh, no. It was, it was an entire year. It was 365 days of, of time. I didn't play anything. I didn't sitting at a computer. I didn't play anything. What did you do? What were you sitting there doing? Playing other games. Other games. Oh, so you played games, just not not new games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I said let's do a podcast where we talk about our top five games, why didn't you say, hey, dude, I didn't play any new games in 2019? I thought we were just talking about the games industry as a whole, brother. Oh, the game. Oh, oh, oh. Like what you think would be the top five games? <laughs> Something like that. Well, that's fine. You, I guess you can do that. I don't see why you can't. Something like that, I guess. Dude. Did you make? Did you make a list? Mm, a list, as in like a like a like mental a, list, maybe. You're talking about maybe a uh, like a list, like type a list. Thing? Yeah, like with, with five <laughs> games on it, like that kind of list. You're talking about a list type thing? Yes. Yes, a list type thing. What 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 do you have to go off of? Mental list. Mental list. Okay, mental list. That's what that's you know what? That's fine. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> okay? Great. We'll see what you have. All right. What's up everybody? My name is Matt Austin and welcome to the Docked Mode podcast where this week me and my good friend Connor Barnes present. Hello. We'll be listing our top five games of 2019. Uh, maybe his are not his own. I don't know. I don't know what his, what your li- what is your list can actually consist of. Uh, let me get the list here. Yeah, Borderlands go, was go probably into good. Your, go into your mental Bo- cavities. And Borderlands was probably no, no, good. no, no. Don't say what's on the list. Oh, <laughs> Just, I was asking. Does it is it actually your is it your games? Sort of. Sort I mean, of. this is this is my take on what's probably good. I haven't played this. Like, I haven't played any okay. games this year. Well, that, no, that's fine. That's, <laughs> dude. I'm looking at when I yelled just now, and it clipped fucking hard, really badly. That's cool. Yeah, but you know, this is the first episode. Nobody's yeah. even gonna listen to it. Yeah, Actually, you have, you you're big on Reddit. You think you could just get it like? You I'm know what big I mean? on Reddit. Yeah, don't you don't you use Reddit a lot? Couldn't you get I, it on like the the front page of Reddit? Yeah, I use Reddit a lot. Okay, so you could probably uh, get some, do something with it. Get it on the front page of Reddit. I, like, I don't know. You could put it somewhere. You're, you're uh, big in some community. I could you probably could say, "Hey, I did a podcast somewhere. with my bud Matt. I've known him for ten years." I suppose I could drop it somewhere. Okay, well that's good. That's all. That's all I need. Okay. Well, uh, considering this is our first episode and we don't really have a lot of uh, anything else to say, which I say follow us on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, Connor Barnes underscore. I thought it was I thought it was someone's puppies. I renamed it. 
No, you didn't. I still follow you on Twitter. Go ahead. Go. Puppy calendar. How do you spell calendar? Dude, come on. I figured it out. This is you, Connor Barnes. Bio is, I don't know, I play games and stuff. Connor Barnes, bro. It says at Connor Barnes underscore. No, it says at puppy underscore calendar. It, you're on a different Twitter account. Uh, okay, so what did you, what did, what did it, what actually is it? It's twitter.com slash Connor Barnes underscore. That's not a oh. handle, Twitter. I have somebody from oh, New Orleans like, calling me. What the I hell? I see. Give me a I, second. Somebody's calling me. What are you talking about? You're in the middle of a podcast. Hello? Hello? Okay. I, he's gone. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I see where his priorities lie, I guess. All right. Well, if you want to follow Connor on Twitter, his actual Twitter handle is at Connor Barnes underscore. Mine is at Matalicious93. Um, and the Twitter for this podcast, Doct Mode, which has not a lot going on for it right now, but one day it will. Uh, that one is at Doct Mode. Surprise, surprise. All right. And, uh, and wow, I really thought by the time I read those out, he'd be back, but <laughs> it looks like he's not. Um, basically, what this is going to end up being once Connor gets back is, uh, let's see, we're basically going to be going through our top five games of the year. Right. And for me, it's games that I played. Uh, so I'm ranking them more on like stuff that I actually played and enjoyed and like would put in my top five. Um, it sounds like Connor uh, <laughs> just took a different take on it and he's going to be looking more at the industry as a whole and what he thinks, uh, where they would rank based on stuff he knows about the games, some of which he's played, some of which is more just, uh, like I said, his takes on where he thinks the industry would rank him. Um, wow. He's still not back. He's still not. That's so back. weird. But my are you back? Yeah, no, I'm back. Sorry, my insurance app- appraiser just called me. Actually, interesting. Did you leave your audacity running? Yes, I did. Awesome. So, are we gonna get that phone call in the final recording? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> I like just filled time, dude. Like I just kept talking. So That's I guess a- it's gonna be that, and um, we'll have to edit out your insurance uh, <laughs> conversation. <laughs> I I explained, though, basically it's going to be our top five. Mine's going to be stuff I played. Yours is going to be stuff that you think. Stuff I've seen. you think you played. (laughs) Okay, well, I know I haven't played the games, right? That's okay. You've played some of them, I'm sure. Uh, Actually, no. Okay, well. Well, okay, (laughs) well, maybe there's the one I've played. There's the one. I'm sure there's the one. Okay, we're going to start at our five, right? You're going to go, then I'm going to go, then you're going to go, then I'm going to go. We're just going to go like that, okay? Okay, I'm starting, yes. All right, you're starting at Connor Barnes, number five. What is your fifth favorite game of 2019? My my fifth favorite game is definitely going to have to be Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3, okay. Why why Borderlands 3? Well, the reason it's number five instead of something higher... Is because honestly, uh, the technical issues are kind of insane. Uh, I know that some people on console are actually like still hard crashing like very regularly. Like it's almost unplayable for some console users still. Really? On console? Yeah, like super, super bad. Uh, That's weird. I, mean, I feel like I've taught like I have friends that, have, that played it. I haven't played it, but I've heard a lot of people that say it's like really good and don't ever complain about that. I mean, I, I suppose this is anecdotal, but from from my personal experiences, I know a lot. There's been a lot of talk about how bad the performance has been on Xbox in particular. 
Interesting. Uh, yeah. So what about you personally, though, playing it on PC, right? Do you have problems? Uh, no, I have not. No, I have not had any problems with it. Not a single problem. Not a single performance issue. Just, just ran beautifully. Because, see, when I when it came out, I heard that actually the PC version had a lot of like stutter to it or something like that. I did not play it because that got patched out. Oh, uh, okay. So when you started, when you when you bought it, it was basically already. Yeah, already it was it was good. patched essentially. Yeah, interesting. So yeah. now it just runs perfectly. Yep. And Can, you beat the game. Uh, yeah, couldn't complain to be honest. Damn, damn, it was fun. Did you find it funny? I know a lot of people say the humor is kind of like hit or miss. Like sometimes it tries too hard. Sometimes it's. You know, um, I mean, I like Borderlands like humor style. I I personally think Borderlands One had like probably my favorite like style of humor. I know it's really? like a very subjective thing, but to me, like <laughs> Borderlands One. I feel like knowing you because I know you very well. It seems like you're kind of you're kind of humor. Yeah, yeah, I like Borderlands. <laughs> it's probably even toned down for you. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. You kick it up a notch. I've kicked it up a notch. You have. Okay, so that's your fifth. That's the game you consider the fifth best. Uh yeah, definitely. Borderlands. Interesting. Borderlands three, number five. Awesome. All right. Well, my number five is actually the only game on this list that I haven't beaten yet. Really? And that is uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, of course. Which is curious, uh, or I've, I've been curious to talk to you about this game because uh, we haven't really talked in a while. I miss you, man. Yeah, I miss you too, buddy. Yeah. Haven't yeah, me played and Connor, it. Me and Connor are like best friends. Have, I haven't played Star Wars personally. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, yeah, but the, here's the thing about it, though. It's it's like a Souls-esque Star Wars game. Yeah, it sounds awesome. That's Honestly, the thing. I, figured, I wish... I figured you would actually enjoy it. I know you're not, like, the biggest Star Wars dude, but you love the Souls games. Those I are like do. Those are, like, Connor's favorite games. Oh, yeah, for sure. Probably my favorite, um, like, genre, like, new genre of game. Right, right. But, like, fucking... So you would like this. And the thing is, it's it's toned down, though. It's nowhere near as hard as, like, a Souls game. Um, and then it's got a lot of other elements mixed into it. Like, it's very much like a Metroidvania kind of thing. Uh, but, yeah, like, it, the it, combat's definitely, like, a Souls game. Oh, yeah, the combat, from what I've seen, is, uh, like, fantastic. I've... It is, although it's not as, like, tight, and that's the kind of the problem. That's kind of my problem with the game totally, too. Like, you were complaining about some technical things that you had read about Borderlands 3. With Jedi Fallen Order, I'm literally, like, living through all of them. Like, oh, yeah. And part of this is because, like, I come from, like, I've played a lot of PC gaming, and I'm playing this on PS4. Um, but I've read even the PC versions kind of fucked with it. Okay. But, like, the texture pop-in, dude, like, it's awful. Awful. Like, you you walk into a room, and it, you're just like, this game doesn't look good, and then maybe 10 or 15 seconds later, everything will kind of pop in finally. <laughs> oh, and it doesn't it's look so, too bad dude, after all. One of, like, the, like, kind of, like, uh, alien monster things that I was fighting towards the beginning of the game, like a mini-boss. Um, I don't know what this creature is called or whatever, but there's a few of them. Um, but when I'm fighting him, he literally just looked like this clay monster. What the? And that's because, like, about halfway through the fight, all the textures on him finally popped in. And I was like, okay. And uh, I feel like that's the most egregious of the technical difficulties with it is definitely the, like, the pop-in and stuff. But, dude, there's, like, frame issues. And uh, my game's crashed, like, twice. Uh, sometimes it just outright freezes, too, which is weird. I've never seen a PS4 game just literally just freeze up. Like, that's almost it's, something I associate more with PC, PC. games. Yeah, 100%. But no, like, my, my the game literally, I'll be climbing up a ladder and it just freezes. And sometimes it's only five seconds, but there have been times where it's, like, uh, like, like 20 or 30 seconds. Which, speaking of 20 or 30 seconds, the load times, too, 20 or 30 seconds is, like, the shortest load, load screen when you die. Damn, that's... Yeah, sometimes it's almost, like, a minute. 
And realistically, dude, because I've played I've played Souls games with you before. I'm not yeah. as good as you, but you know I, I can I can hold my own, wouldn't you say? Uh, to an extent, I mean. To an extent, okay, I'll, I'll take that. But like, so when I when I booted this game up, I was like, I'm gonna do it on uh, the hard difficulty, which is uh, Jedi Master. I was like, I'm gonna just because I know it was easier than like Dark Souls. Like I probably I could probably do that. And honestly, I was doing fine with it. But the problem is like you do die more in because it's harder. But like the respawns taking that long, I was like, no, I don't have time for this. I'm just playing on normal where I don't really die. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, yeah, that makes but sense. It, I, the, the, the game is great, though. And if you love Star Wars, like, it's it's definitely... I mean, I haven't played every Star Wars game, obviously. There's so many of them. Um, but it, it just on paper, I feel like it, it is the the best modern Star Wars game. Like, it's better than the new Battlefront games. It's better than anything they've done in a while. Um, the technical stuff holds it back, but, like, the game as a whole is great. And it's, like, a... It's a cool love letter to Star Wars. There's, it's packed with so much shit, and uh, I'm close to the end now. The story's really cool, and when it's not glitching around and shit, it's actually a really, really good game, really fun game. Uh, so, I'm, yeah. good, I'm good to hear they finally released a good Star Wars game. It seems like it's I know gonna... towards the end too. Like I think that deal with EA was only gonna last like ten years. And oh, I, think they might I have like two or three actually. left. So I don't know what they'll do. I don't know if they'll be like renew it, make another one. Who knows. Um, but yeah, I, I think you would enjoy it since you love the Souls type gameplay and stuff. Even not liking Star Wars, I think you'd have a fun time with it. Um, okay, but yeah, that's my number five, and uh, your number five was Borderlands Three. So we're gonna move on to spot number four. What's your four? Oh, number four. I'm gonna have to give it to, and I know this is like a pretty. I think I feel like this is pretty strange to be on a like a game of the year list but honestly i feel like apex legends probably deserves number Dang. four no it does i feel like that's good that you you know what i actually wasn't even thinking of apex when i made this list that's fine but okay to be fair though and i know you're judging it from a different point like because you've seen what it's done for like the industry and like just it's taken over almost like what fortnite did yeah but you personally don't really you don't like apex that much do you well i I really lo- enjoy Battle Royales, right? Or at least I did. I really liked H1Z1. Uh, and you had fun with uh, with PUBG, too, PUBG, right? yeah. H1Z1, then PUBG, pretty much. And then uh, Apex, I'd say. Because I didn't really enjoy Fortnite, like, at all. But Apex uh, was the first Battle Royale that was released recently where I'm like, okay, I can actually put some You're time into in. this. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't really think I, – uh, to be honest, it didn't really hold my attention for that long, right? But not many games this year did, to be completely, okay. like, frank. That's fair. But, um, what, what was it about Apex that uh, that maybe set it apart from Fortnite? Was it just like it wasn't as cartoony? I mean, the art style, I definitely like in Apex more comparative to Fortnite. Um, right. But Apex's, like, shooting mechanics, they're just a lot, like, cleaner to me. They're a lot like, better. They're a lot – it's the- a lot more fun. To be it's honest. first person too. First person is well. more tight. Yeah, of course. Um, not the the whole building aspect. I mean, personally, I really like um, like abilities in shooters. Like it's pretty niche, I'd say, a thing. But mm-hmm. abilities in shooting based games, I feel like is a really like underutilized category. So personally, I I really hope that Project A Riot Shooter is going to be pretty fucking sick because it seemed to be a mix of CS:GO with like Ooh. pretty much uh, like is that what it's abilities. called? It's called Project A, or is that just like the that's code like their they're working name uh, but okay. uh they don't have a name for it yet but it looked extremely interesting because it was almost a mix of cs and like um i can't remember the name of the game but there was an old uh old like shooting game that was essentially like very skill heavy uh, right like ability usage heavy um but essentially yeah apex legends i really like ability usage in games like that too i thought it actually brought something really interesting 
uh, that like battle royales desperately needed. Um, what was your What was your favorite class? Uh, my favorite character was definitely Octane. He was character, like, right? Their character. Yeah, character was definitely Octane. <laughs> Octane. Which one was that again? Octane was the first release character. He was the one, uh, pretty much like had no legs, uh, and he was like the fastest guy. Right. Uh, okay. He was like the I, speed I character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So this is just sorry. It's taking me aback because I'm mad at you now because I I begged you to play this game with me over and over again, and you're Uh-oh. like, no. No, Matt, no. Uh, yeah, that sounds. That does remind me of something. Yep, reminds yep. you of a memory that yep. you did. Yep, yep, yep. Like like five months ago. <laughs> five months, really? I feel like it was something like that. Maybe, I feel like it was maybe longer it was than three. That. Longer? No, I was like, well, whatever. It, it we should matter. play. We but, should play games after this. Like Apex? Mm, no. But you put it. You put it over four. How about we play GTFO? Okay, we'll we'll, we'll talk later. All right, so so your number four is Apex Legends, even though you hate it. Uh, I don't hate it. <laughs> I know, uh, I'm messing but, uh, you, you made a good you made a good argument for it. You the yeah. battle royale you kind of got I mean, burned out per- on in this. Personally, I wish um, I wish their cosmetic system wasn't so fucking toxic. Like literally twenty dollars for skins because I I mean I enjoy. Is that skins. how much they cost? Legitimately insane. Yeah. So if you want a gun skin, it's actually upwards of fifteen dollars for like any any fuck? reasonable gun skin. Yeah. Uh, that's ridiculous. It's disgusting. Um, yeah. that's like one of my main gripes of the game. I know it's free to play and whatever, but I mean, I really it's like cosmetic. Bucks. I mean, cosmetic progression. Skin cosmetic is progression. A lot. Is, yeah. Uh huh. Cosmetic, cosmetic progression. What though? I was gonna say cosmetic progression is like um, like it means a lot to me. Like I think uh, it's like a really underutilized thing in a lot of battle royales. What, what was that? What was that thud, dude? Uh, my phone. I yeah, didn't know you could hear okay. it that, that loud. Actually, yeah. No, it's fine. I just put it on the table. <laughs> See? Oh, there, there it is again. It's okay still? <laughs> still okay, still okay. Okay. All I right. mean, aside, All right, from well, the, aside from the other crack in the middle, but... Okay. All right, okay, so that's you made a good argument for Apex. Put it number four. All right, my number four is Death Stranding. I, uh, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I don't think you would like this game. Funny enough... Uh, I don't think you'd like it at all. Have I you, did I'm not... you haven't played it? I have not played it, but I have to say that at an art... Oh boy, these games are so what? weird to me. Metal Gear Solid, right? Kojima game, excellent yes. gameplay. To be honest, story was shit. I feel you, like this is which the, one are you talking about? The original? Uh, I'm sorry, Metal Gear Solid Five, the newest. Yeah, one, okay, Phantom right. Because you you talked to me a lot about the game when it came out. I legitimately played that game almost for three days straight when it like launched. Like I remember yeah. within the first like four days, I had about like 90 hours in it. And so, so you loved the gameplay, hated the story. The story pretty much got cut short. If I'm not mistaken, they just ran out of development time. So they're like, "Oh, fuck it, we'll just uh, throw an ending in." Edit. So did you? Was the story? I mean, did the story have you until then? The story, yeah, it actually wasn't like bad. I actually thought the story was very interesting because I also played Ground Zero. So mm-hmm. like that was the s- little the the prequel one, huh? Yeah, pretty much the prequel one. I um, got you. Just single mission. Okay. But it well, was uh, it was really fun. Yeah. Uh. So and that's what I've always heard about. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five gameplay is incredible. But Death Stranding, I've, but it's this essentially the opposite. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I no, want to okay. say this is essentially the opposite. Where Death Stranding's story is seeming really good, but then the gameplay is like, wow, this is probably <laughs> that, the and worst. that's my thing. Yeah. The game, well, and but the thing is, the game I I would argue the game still feels good. Like it's not like how do I put this? It's 
everything works the way it explains to you that it's going to work. It's not like it it doesn't feel good to move around. It doesn't feel good to do any of the stuff you're doing. It's just you're not particularly doing anything that's that fun for from like a gameplay perspective. I mean, the first 20 hours of the game, you're essentially just hiking, right? You're yeah. Not only you're hiking, but you have shit on your back where that's like making it harder for you to stand, where you have to like grip the trigger buttons to hold everything. Um, I feel like it's all about like kind of making you feel like you're struggling, and that's kind of the sense of the game. And uh, and as you progress through it, you're constantly unlocking stuff that kind of makes your travels a little bit easier. I mean, you, you get vehicles at some point. You you get kind of like automated uh, like little carts that can carry some of your shit around for you. And it eventually makes traversal a little bit easier, right? But the game kind of for all of its entire upwards of like a 50-hour campaign. I think I, I, I beat it probably in like 43, 44 with like minimal side stuff. Um, but it's all just about you fucking carrying stuff from point a to point b with story beats in between and stuff but the gameplay itself is that and like i've read people say like oh man stick out you know play the first 10 hours of death stranding it gets better after that and like it definitely does but at the same time i feel like if you play the first 10 hours and you're not feeling it you're kind of waiting for something that's never gonna change because like the whole game is like that you know what i mean and uh yeah. i love the story from going from it from that end i thought the story was incredible like it really really got me but uh if you're not a big fan of like Kojima's weirdness, then it's gonna it's gonna lose you from the beginning. It's gonna be like I there's too much weird shit that's not gonna get explained. And to be fair, most of it actually does get explained, which I've never played another Kojima game, so I can't really speak on it. But I know his games are always weird, and uh, the belief was that man, Death Stranding's just gonna be like so weird and it's not gonna ever answer any of its own questions. It pretty much does. By the end of it, it it really comes full circle and wraps everything nicely. Um, but yeah, the the game the reason why. I would only put it at four is because the game, like I had, I enjoyed it so much and I really loved it, but like, it's not a game that I could say sitting there playing it like was actually fun. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, no, I completely like, understand. But it's weird because like, I wasn't miserable playing. Like I, I looked forward to sitting down and playing it and like, I really couldn't put it down, but like, it wasn't like when you think video games, you think like you're having fun to some extent, you know, like the shooting feels good. This, you know, action, you know, jumping around and stuff like it feels good, but you're not like really doing any of that in Death Stranding. You're just fucking carrying shit from point A to point B. It's weird. Yeah, it's I mean, I don't know. I saw Donkey's review on it. And to be honest, I feel like that's very <laughs> ac- like I think it's very accurate. Donkey kind of shit on it too hard, though. But he he, he has a purpose. Yeah, right? I agree. Making with that. content. Yeah, <laughs> he's making content. He's trying to be funny. He he points out some stuff that like like again, I didn't have any technical problems with it at all. Like to compare it to what I, when I'm playing Jedi now, like Death Stranding at least ran perfectly. It looked gorgeous. You know, it had no frame issues, no no like stuttering, nothing. Um, whereas Jedi obviously has all those texture problems and stuff. But Death Stranding, like from a technical perspective, worked flawlessly. It's just like it. Death Stranding is the definition of like that game has a vision. And he's gonna like beat you down the throat with that vision, but it I think it nails that vision. Like exactly what Kojima wants that game to be, it is. It exists like perfectly. So it's just about how how to actually connect with that, which is strange considering the game is all about connections. <laughs> okay, that was pretty well said. Yeah. I mean, oh, thanks, man. But I I you would hate it, but yeah, I still think sure. you should try it. Uh, if that makes sense. Funny enough, we're moving on to our number three list now, right? I do want to say, though, it's coming to PC eventually, yeah. and you should play it then. 
okay, well, on. I'm going to start my number three list off by saying I was going to give it to Death Stranding. So. <laughs> well, that's good. Then, okay, transition into that. Why would you put it at three? I would put it at three <laughs> because I know, I know I haven't played it. I know. Yeah, listen. I, I know. know. Okay, I, yeah, but why? Why? What have you heard? Uh, well, I know this. It can't be anything I just said. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the issue. We kind of are going to overlap now. I think from a creative d- design point, it's like a, a beautiful game, right, that this game actually got made, right? I think it's right. incredible, like, the amount of uh, artistry and design that goes into uh, even the mocap performances, like, I think are really Oh, 100%. Really the facial, cool. like, yes, it, it's exactly. some of the best, one of the best-looking games I've ever seen from, like, the environments, but then, like you're saying, the actual characters in it, and obviously because it's all mocap and real actors doing it, but, like, they nailed it better than anything I've ever seen. Oh, 100%. 100%. The issue is where, I, I mean, I honestly don't even know if I would put this in my game of the year category, right? This goes right. almost into a fucking, this goes into the Kojima type category. So it <laughs> automatically gets number one this year. Do you have, what? what's number two in the Kojima type category? I don't know. He's only made one game this year, dude. So Right. So it's the list is bare. A cat, yeah. The list is bare. I got you. So it, it wins on its own. It all wins by itself. Yeah. And it's yeah. okay. That <laughs> but was on the on the on the game of the year list it's three. That's still pretty good. Yep. Pretty pretty good. Okay. So do you actually think you'll play it? I think I probably will when it comes to PC. You should. You'll have fun with it. You got you have to, you just have to be in a certain type of mood, right? Yeah, gotta, that's the thing. I don't I that's the thing. I don't know if I will ever be in that type of mood to play a fucking game. So Yeah. It's like you gotta be super just like mellowed out. Like, super mellowed out. Just sitting there, like, you don't want to do anything too, like, high energy. Because it's not really frustrating. It, it kind of sounds like you'd be frustrating. Like, you'd be carrying all kinds of shit on your back and you just fall off a cliff. Like, yes, that can happen. But if you're, like, if you sit there and just map everything out and you got all, you know, you pick, okay, am I going to bring two ladders with me? I'm going to bring a rope. I'm going to bring a fucking, I'm going to bring my dirt bike. You know, I'm going to ride the dirt bike until I get to this point in the mountain. And then, oh, I can't get out there, so I'm going to leave it here. And... You know, it's it's fun in a sense. The, I or I can actually understand that. To be honest, I can understand that. I can understand that why you would. You like... know, a, a podcast I listen to. Um, one of the the guys on that podcast described like he said. There's a simple question if you if you want to ask somebody if they'd be in a Death Stranding. Does hiking in the rain sound interesting to you? Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, that that sums it up. Does it? Does it? Nope. No, nope. it does not. Okay. All right. You, you should still play it. That's a bad question. That means nothing. I mean, who cares? You don't. You're not just. It's not raining the whole game. No. I'm is kidding. it not it's, actually? Everything I've seen makes it seem like it actually is raining the whole game. It kind of is. It kind of is. It's but raining. There's the a whole... cool explanation behind it. The the rain isn't even real rain. It's it's something else. It's oh. It's not even a spoiler. I mean, they tell you that at the beginning. It's it's called time fall and everything the any everything that the rain touches, uh, like, it speeds up time on it insanely fast. Right. So like, okay. That's I, why they have to wear like protective gear when they're out in the rain, because like if it just touched your bare skin, you would like age instantly. Okay. It's really cool, and like when it hits the grass, you can actually like, and that's where the game does stuff really cool. Like they explain that to you in the lore, obviously, right? But then if you're actually playing and you just like, you just stop and just zoom in on the grass when it's raining, you can see the grass literally just like, the leaves of grass and the flowers are like withering away and then growing back and stuff as the rain hits them. Like it's really cool. That actually does sound really interesting. It's uh, awesome. It's it's all it's the all attention world to building. Detail. It's all about the atmosphere. And yeah. then it's all about this crazy bonkers story that kind of only 
really gets going at the end. It kind of has its beats throughout that are cool and like cryptic, and you're kind of like, what the fuck's going on? But in the last kind of like five hours of the game, it really fucking it really picks up. And this isn't a spoiler either, but uh, it kind of the ending of the game is literally, and I think Kojima probably does this often, but like it, it's basically like a movie. Like from the last moment of actual gameplay you have, it's just there's so many cutscenes throughout the game, but especially at the end, it's kind of just sitting there like watching like a two and a half hour movie. But yeah. it's crazy. I like that stuff. I'm Metal Gear Solid Five actually seemed exactly the same way, uh, from what I recall. Like yeah. the the ending. I think of that's it. what I've heard. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Death Stranding, you might play it. Might play it. But you would put it number three. But I'd put it number three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Move on to my number three, and this should come as no surprise to anyone. My number three is Kingdom Hearts motherfucking three. Oh God damn! Forgot that was this oh, year. Okay. To be honest. But that was course. that was the beginning. That was beginning. Well, this uh, year we're recording yes. this in 2020. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. it was it was in January of 2019. Um, Kingdom Hearts three obviously was like 12 years in the making, right? Yep. Waiting for it forever. Finally got it. Um, some people would say it's a letdown. Some people would say it's a game lost in time. I disagree. I think if you liked Kingdom Hearts, if you've been around this long, enjoying Kingdom Hearts for what it was, this is what Kingdom Hearts is now. It's still like a marked improvement over all the other games. Like it's the graphics are so much better than the other games. It's you know the gameplay feels the same, but it's evolved a lot. There's transformations, all kinds of other stuff you can do, and it's still Kingdom Hearts. I don't know what people wanted from this game. Did you not want it to be Kingdom Hearts? Like Kingdom Hearts is cheesy and dumb and lame. It's always been those things. This is it on a you know, on next gen. That's what it is. It's what the promise was, and that's what we got. Um, it's great. I loved it. I love Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts Two is my favorite game ever. Uh, might still be. I don't know. It's that's kind of where you get to the point of like, is nostalgia bumping it up or down? You know, the, what I remember playing Kingdom Hearts Two for the first time, that being like my fondest memory of gaming. I think there's technically better games, obviously. Um, but Kingdom Hearts 3, like, did exactly what I wanted it to do. All the Disney worlds were cool. My complaint would be that the actual story of it, the Kingdom Hearts-esque, like, story, the non-Disney stuff, uh, it kind of only happens at the end of the game. It's like the, the game begins, and then it ends, and then everything in between, for the most part, is the Disney worlds. And in the other games, they did a better job of kind of, like, um, interweaving, like, the actual Kingdom Hearts plot through all that stuff. Okay. Um, but but me complaining about this is kind of funny because I feel like other people would see it as a strength because if you ask other people what's the worst part about Kingdom Hearts, a lot of people say the story is just stupid, right? So they kind of they kind of figured their way around that by saying, okay, well the Kingdom Hearts actual this plot stuff is going to be at the beginning and the end, but like the majority of this game you could just kind of play through as like this Disney showcase, and I think it's kind of cool that it it can work like that. Um, but for somebody that likes the whole convoluted plot of Kingdom Hearts, I was kind of bummed that, you know, it was all kind of just delegated to the end instead. But but the end was crazy. It was wild. It was like a wild four-hour ending. So, but no, I loved it. And and you played Kingdom Hearts 2, so you'd probably like it. Yeah, I really enjoyed Kingdom Hearts 2, actually. The only issue you is did. I don't really have a, like any medium to play it on, right? I don't have a PS4 or yeah. Xbox. No, I don't. Interesting. Unlucky. But you're a PC gamer. I'm a PC gamer. Well, still, if you could get your hands on it some kind of way, I think you would. You would. You know, you know this is another game you'd hate. If I'm being real. I feel like I. I. To be honest, I feel like I wouldn't hate it. To be completely honest. And the you reason I say it? the reason I say I wouldn't hate it is because. Tell me. I enjoy. I mean, I just enjoy the gameplay in it. To be honest with you, I thought the gameplay. The gameplay in is fun. Was cool. It's like yeah. again, this is. 
where Death Stranding was like a where I'm saying it's like not actually fun to play. Kingdom Hearts three is a it's ton fun, of fun to, to play. play. It's like yeah. all yeah, you can make the argument that you could literally just ma- mash X the whole game. Yep. I totally think you could. couldn't totally do that. But for the most part, yes. But the thing is, you're mashing X and you're doing fucking crazy acrobatic shit and it looks cool and you, you're still in control of your character. I mean, I mean you, still, the, you have all kinds of other abilities you can use too. It's just you pick which kind of way you want to play this game. I mean, I, I just want to say that uh, it's it's the same way people say that Batman, the Arkham Asylum games are fun, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Those I mean, are... the, granted, the Arkham games, the combat feels like tighter. Than yeah. Kingdom Hearts oh, definitely does, sure. tighter. And but and like it's it's more true to Batman, but like I mean you could say the same thing. It's true to Sora. Everything we know about Sora is he's just swinging a keyblade and fucking summoning, you know, Mulan. Not really. You can't summon Mulan, but still, same. It's a same, great game. Same shit, of course. Same shit. Same shit. It's a it's a great it's a great game. And if you like Kingdom Hearts and you really like Kingdom Hearts for what it for what it's always been, I don't see how you could go into this game and not like it. You could be disappointed by parts of it, and I am too. I think there was this whole. Thing leading into the game, like what is inside the black box? Who's the 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 master of masters? All this other stuff that doesn't really get answered at all. Like Malif- all of Maleficent's shit is basically just like a you know wait. They're gonna have to do a Kingdom Hearts four for that. Oh boy, I'll see you on yeah. fucking thirty. Yeah, um, that's and that's the thing. That's the kind of bummer is that the game going into it is I think most people expected not that there would never be another Kingdom Hearts game, right? But more that like this was definitely gonna cap off this saga, and they thought that because. Uh, they said this was the end of the the dark seeker saga right um but it doesn't really like it, it does it does finish off a certain chunk of the story but the the ending of it, it it's like this it's not an ending this isn't an ending of the game actually if it is an ending it's a pretty dark ending but i won't i won't say why but anyway yeah i would recommend it and i love kingdom hearts and i guess it's pretty wild that the year kingdom hearts 3 came out it's not my favorite game of the year shit yeah that is that is kind of uh, weird now, to realize now i see why people are are shitting on it <laughs> well. no but I still, I still think it's a great game the music's insane too i knew kingdom Hearts 3 wouldn't really win game awards but it got the nomination for the music one the music category and it didn't win i think death stranding won actually which also has good music but fuck kingdom Hearts 3's like all of it's just like this massive orchestra like it's always been but like the soundtrack's the always been excellent. It's, always, it's been so it's good. Always been good, and it's just—it's wild when you're when you're fighting those those last bosses and shit's just going crazy, and <laughs> you just got fucking music and like you know like just like it's it's wild. Okay, it's wild. I had so much fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna go play it again after this. That's fair, actually. Yeah, we should play GTA okay, well, my... though. You cuck. Yeah, I might. We'll <laughs> we'll see. Okay, that's my number three. What's what? Let's move on to number two. What's what is your number two? My number two. Uh, this is gonna be a little. Uh, it's gonna be a little hear- questionable. I feel. Can you hear my dog barking? You have a dog? No, I can't hear it barking. Okay. Well, we'll see if that the mic picks it up. Okay. okay what well, it's gonna be questionable? Yeah, I think I think this one's gonna get a little bit of a uh, questioning. Ooh, our fans are gonna be not pleased. Oh well, well fuck them. That's what I always say. Fuck them. Just kidding. Tell tell your friends. Uh, to I actually think it's Smash. Smash. What? Really? Yeah. How the fuck did it? No, you can't put that. That's not 2019. Is it not? No. Wait. What? Am I confused as fuck? Well, okay. I didn't think about this. Depends. How are we judging 2019? Well, yeah. Oh, it was December. I was thinking. Hendrix, stop barking. I was thinking it was. Okay. You're probably going to cut that out. That's okay. Uh, Can you really not hear him? 
uh, like a very, very, very tiny amount. Now that you said something, but no, not oh. really. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, no, you're right. It was December. It was December. It was December, but see, for the Game Awards, they literally they included it in this year's Game Awards because the cutoff for the Game Awards is like November fifteenth or something. Like literally, Jedi Fallen Order couldn't be included in this year's Game Awards because nobody had it in time for the cutoff. Oh, uh, even though it's okay. clearly a twenty nineteen game, so like it can be in next year's, I think. So Smash was kind of the same, but even later, it came out in December, and so that was not didn't count for. Um, didn't count for last year and accounted for this year for the game awards, but technically it came out in 2018. So uh, there's an argument to be made. You put it on your list, so j- let's talk about Smash. I love Smash. I mean, I'm just I, I should have put too. it on mine. I love Smash too. You're right in that. Uh, I should have probably fact checked that actually. That's okay. What? But, wait, but so do you? You don't have a Switch though, do you? I don't have a Switch, but I have so played. Just, I have I have played Ultimate before. You would. You would. Right. So I personally, you know I mean, I know there's a lot of issues with the game, right? And obviously, no, there's ga- not. What are you talking about? No, there are definitely some issues with the game, like the like what the net play. I would say is like, oh, not the, very okay, good. yes, the online online for Smash will never work. Will never work. We're fucking God connected damn. by like radioactive high. It'll be 2050 before we get some working yeah. net play. Um, it's just, but it's like, how could Smash? How it's all about like the milliseconds in between when you when you're you know the framing and everything. Well, yeah, Smash but then so how important. do any fighting games have net play? Like the other fighting games have pretty good net play. If I'm not mistaken, um, Killer Instinct had like has extremely good net code. Uh, I believe Killer Instinct has like probably the the best fighting game net code right now. Or Dragon Ball oh, Fighters even. DB, Don't DBZ. tell me this. What? Because now I always assume that it just couldn't be done. So you're telling me that, that Nintendo just still fucking can't get their shit together? Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. Right. It's just like being told like that Santa Claus isn't real. Nintendo's a shit company sometimes. <laughs> they really <laughs> just don't care. It's just crazy to me because ever since Brawl, like the, the online has basically been the same. I know like that is an exaggeration. I'm sure Brawl's is much worse, but like Oh yeah, for in sure. In my mind, it's still basically unplayable, even in Ultimate, because like Yes, every now and then if you if if I'm on connected to Ethernet and you're connected to Ethernet and everything's running perfectly, we can play, even though there's still like noticeable input lag. Um but like if you're just playing online with like just matchmaking or anything like that, or if you're just in real world conditions where internet fluctuates, like the second anybody's internet fluctuates a little bit in that game, it just starts freezing and slowing down and Unplayable. And really like, it's unplayable. unplayable. It's unplayable. Really like, unplayable especially considering people spend so much time like practicing in smash and like just playing it locally or by themselves or whatever like you're used to the way the game runs because like in non-online the game never misses a frame right like it's it runs flawlessly because it needs to like it's that's what smash is like it can't have hiccups that that uh like hinder people like hinder people playing because it's people are too passionate about it whatever but so, like, the fact that the online is, like, a different experience, there's just no ever real-world reason to go sit there and play online. Like, you would literally just have to be, like, in bed, bored, and just be like, I'm about it, I guess. <laughs> and I guess that's fair if that's all people are looking for. But I think a lot of people are looking for a lot more from the, the online play in Smash. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Do you – when you played it – and my friends make fun of me for this, but the first time I ever booted up Smash Ultimate, it probably took me a few days to get used to – there's like a small amount of input lag that I noticed compared to like the other games. Did you ever notice that? Uh, I mean, I probably didn't, but I wasn't looking for it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I remember the night that I got it, I was like a little bummed out at first because like it felt just like an extra like I don't know 
an extra few milliseconds or something. It just it felt like characters were just a tiny bit slower to react to like my inputs. Okay. And uh, there was actually like a big like kind of Reddit community that first like few months of people that were complaining about it and were pinpointing what it was and people were saying it's just the Switch hardware in general that it's there's something about there's always gonna be that much latency which like you know when you're playing on a GameCube on like a CRT like that wasn't there but now it is like. But it, it was like maybe Nintendo can fix it, and then it kind of just quieted down, and it never really changed. And I got used to it. I, I mean, I don't notice it anymore. But uh, no, I was just curious. I know you notice stuff like that, but you said if you said you weren't looking for it, you probably just you know didn't notice it. Well, yeah, Smash, Smash Ultimate Smash. is your number two. Smash Ultimate. That's a great number two. Uh, my number two is a game. I think I told you about this game, and you should definitely play it. Katana Zero. You did tell me about this. Yes, it's a Devolver Digital game. Um, it's a really short game. Campaign probably you could you could honestly get through the game in probably like six hours if you just didn't really die. Okay. Um, even though it's it's a uh, it's kind of like, and I haven't played these games, but um, Hotline Miami. You know those? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that, but like it's where like you don't have a health bar. You just if you get hit, you're dead, but you respawn instantly and you just do it again. Right. Okay. And uh, but the game actually uses a cool like explanation for that in the form that like you're actually all these levels are kind of like these uh VHS tapes. That okay. you're playing and you can like rewind. Basically, when you die, it rewinds, kind of like that. Um, but it's got a really trippy story, like super trippy. Uh, I won't get into it because I played this game like four months ago and I don't totally even remember it. <laughs> um, but it's it's awesome. It's like a really cool um, kind of sci-fi-ish like trippy story. Um, and uh, but the gameplay is so fun. Like it's that one-hit death kind of thing. But like you're this samurai dude. You know, you're really good with like a sword. And uh, you can slow down time with one of the triggers, right? Okay. And uh, you can deflect, like, people are shooting at you. You can slow down time so the bullets come at you slower, and then you can deflect the bullets right back at them, or you can roll past them. Like, it's all about dodging and, like, you know, sneaking up behind people. or Not even really sneaking, because it it's really fast-paced. But um, it's just very, like, the, the combat feels like so much fun. And everybody dies in one hit, basically. Like, it's a, like all enemies die in one hit, you die in one hit. Um, some of the bosses, I guess, take a few more hits, but it's, they kind of explain it. It's kind of like you're, you know, hitting other parts of them, stuff like that. But, uh, the game is really, really, really fun. It's a really fun game and the story of it's like super deep, uh, if you're into weird shit. And I, that's the thing. I don't really think there was anything wrong with that game. Like, it's kind of just like perfect. It's just like a very bite-sized game, right? It's not like a, you know, it's an indie game. It's a Devolver Digital game. It's yeah. not, you know, it's not like a big AAA game, which it doesn't need to be. And that's why I put it number two. Uh, but I loved it, and I kind of want to replay that now, too. Man, this <laughs> this podcast is just serving as, like, me remembering games I liked this year and just wanting to go replay all of them. That's fair. That's a fair usage. Yeah. Yeah, but you should you should, you should should check out Katana Zero because it's on PC. Yeah, it is. I actually was looking at it. Um, you would love it. Like, you would actually love this game. I'm serious. You would love it. Possible. Answer me. Possible. It's possible. Play it. I'll buy it for you. Uh, no, I'd rather play GTFO right now. Okay, you keep you keep saying that. That's still the truth. All right, drum roll. All right, I can't drum roll. I can't drum roll. Why not? I don't know. Just drop your phone like three times. Okay. This is the caveman fucking drum roll. God, that's actually kind of hype. All right, what what's your what's your game of the year? My? What is your 2019 game of the year? You really want it, huh? Yeah, you I really, want it. You really? You, are you gonna make me beg, you sick fuck? You act, oh, okay then. 
All right, I have two. Okay, now this is weird. But no, have... no. Well, hold on. I was going to say classic WoW, but that came out in 2004, <laughs> right? So. Well, classic WoW came out this year. I think that can be your game of the year. But if we're going off of an actual, like, okay, the game was actually released this year, I'm going to put Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. And no, I. No, no, you. What? Really? Uh huh. And I you, fucking the... hate the gameplay. I the can't... last time we spoke, you said you had to put you played for an hour. You had to put it down. You despised it. I absolutely do despise it. I absolutely. Did you ever pick it back up? I did. I picked the game back up a little bit. Um, did you start liking it more? I did start liking it more. I still haven't beat it just because of, like a lack of interest, really. But I personally think it's the game of the year. Mostly another thing, kind of to do with, um, just like their boundary pushing, like their art style. I. The thematics and the design of it is so top-notch, right? In Dark Souls 3, or, well, I guess I should say in any Dark Souls, it always just seems like the world-building is so good. Like, right. the, the atmosphere is so... It's all, yeah, it's all atmosphere. It's like the, the game doesn't really have, like, a traditional plot, right? But it is you, like, slowly learning about the lore and stuff like that in cool ways. And yeah, just, like, it's Every enemy strange. feels like they have a place in the world and everything like that. Like, I, lo- I love the way the Souls games do that. It's just very, it's very strange. Like, a ty- it's a very strange type of game, honestly. Yeah, but so so does Sekiro, like, do this that as well as Dark Souls does? I think it does. To be honest, I think it does. Uh, I'm really, really, really excited for Elden Ring. I really honestly Oh, me too. Has... I hope we see something something about that uh, soon. I guess maybe E3. Um, uh, yeah, probably E3. But so so you actually uh, – that's crazy. That's crazy that you put it number one. And again, I mean, it won the game of the year So uh, at the Game Awards. Makes sense. I just I remember my only impression talking about it with you was when you said, like, man, it really let me down. But that's cool. So you went back to it, and you found a little more than, than you got that first time. Uh, yeah, def- definitely. Uh, I mean, I, it's still not my favorite like gameplay style, right? I still much prefer Dark Souls, like either. What's either the difference? Three. Like, what what's the main difference between it and, and like a Dark Souls game? The thing is, or I Bloodborne. I honestly I feel like I can't even really put my finger on it because Dark Souls and Bloodborne, I just instantly could tell like, okay, I like this game a lot. Like, I just like the combat style. I just like the way this game. But plays. The, isn't the combat like mostly the same? I mean, it's like the lock on dodge. You know, parry stuff like that isn't all that in the game. Yes, it is. It definitely is. Um, are you more acrobatic in this game? You absolutely are. You absolutely are. You have so much more freedom. It's more like vertical, right? Like you can don't you have a grappling hook? Yes. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah, shit? yeah. 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 The verticality. I mean, that also adds something to the atmosphere, right? Having it to actually design around, uh, like having that design an atmosphere around verticality, right? It's a lot different than designing it for if you can't navigate exactly right Right. that makes sense but no it does it totally does you know it was the buzzkill on this game for me and this was back when it came out because i was really hyped for it and i remember the day it came out like i didn't even realize it was coming out that day and i went to text you like dude sekiro came out today let's fucking get it let's play Uh and then you told me it was like yeah it's uh it's actually this one's only single player yeah i really uh, it sounds and it sounds like, you know, that's not really an issue with, like, people that played it and loved it. I mean, love it. Like, it didn't need multiplayer, right? I mean, people, you could argue that the Souls games maybe even are better played single player, right? I mean, I wouldn't because I'm not that great at them, and I kind of need you to carry me through those games. But you you love them. I mean, do you, I mean, I'm not saying you don't have more fun playing with us, but, like, 
is there something about the atmosphere and just going through it by yourself that is, you know, d- does it make sense why they didn't put the multiplayer in this one? What do you think? I mean, per- I'm biased again because I just like playing with my friends more than I like single player games. But I really that's that's my big gripe with it, too. I still put it as my game of the year due to other factors, but like no game is perfect, right? That's just I think right. that's one of the biggest fucking losses yeah. like, of my yeah, enjoyment personally. I want it. Do you? And my last question about it: Do you think it's as hard, like as challenging as a Souls game, or I would harder, say it's harder to adjust to? Well, that's the thing with Bloodborne Two. I found that I had a hard time at the start because I just wasn't used to, like, that. Like, the, it was just different, right? So I just wasn't mm-hmm. used to it. Um, but when you get used to it, I feel like it does ease up a little bit. But it's definitely still very challenging. I would say. Okay. All right. Especially I'm some play of the. It. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Like, I am actually going to play it. The Game Awards, when I saw it win Game of the Year, I was I was stunned. Oh, and I was yeah, like, oh, I forgot oh, about shit. that as well. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, but I was like, okay, I do need to go play this then. Like, I really need to play this. And, uh, I you know, I love the Souls game, so I, I, I imagine I'm going to get very frustrated with it. I'm not going to be good at it, especially having to play it by myself, but... But fuck, I've heard too many good things. You kind, you kind of sold it me on it too. Just, just the fact that you kind of one eighted and went from like being really let down by it to just being able to appreciate kind of what it is now. Yeah, so. I think I mean, I mean, to me personally, I appreciate it more as like a, like a a piece of art rather than like the gameplay I enjoy. Right, right. because I don't. It's and, interesting. It's an interesting year for games because you could kind of say that about a lot of these that oh, we've definitely. talked about, definitely. like namely Death Stranding, right? But uh, you know, just these games that kind of like are these technical achievements and look stunning and and just have something about their art style to them that make them so good but aren't always the f- most fun to play. Yeah. That's that's probably more true about Death Stranding. I know a lot of people like Sekiro, but it's weird that we've had like a few of these games this year. Yeah, it definitely is. It's been a weird weird year. All right. My number 1 is Control. I saw that coming. Yeah. I did see that coming. Did you? I did. I didn't think it, did I tell you I played this game? Yeah, I get. I pretty much guessed as soon as you told me we were doing this. I'm like, okay, controls number one. <laughs> That's I okay. How how did you guess that? I just because you would just have talked about it for multiple months now. To be honest, I don't think I have. Have you I have, really? You really have. Yes, I'm not even kidding. You're just okay. I mean, controls look, really good. Yep, that was it's that was <laughs> that's the gist of it. That's what look, I would say. Control is. Basically, it's a Metroidvania shooter that fucking feels phenomenal. You feel like a superhero, but the atmosphere of it is so creepy and in just weird sci-fi shit. And here's why the game connected with me. Did you, Connor, did you ever read or listen to or watch Creepypastas? I did. I really okay. did. And actually, really I'm like saying that. creepypastas. This might not have technically been a creepypasta, but it was, um, it like spawned out of one, maybe. Okay. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up the name. The S was it the SPC Foundation? Oh, you're talking about SCP. SCP SCP yep. Foundation. You remember that? Yeah, I do. The, all those all those weird files, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That is literally what this game is. Okay, that's really it cool. Is, it is literally that, the closest to a video game of that that we will ever get. Because, yes, it doesn't actually use the, the ones that you know are in the SCP Foundation, like the ones you'd read online all right, that stuff. Of but course. literally the game, the entire game, is you finding these files, and they all read exactly. Like every time you find one, you immediately want to just press start, open up your menu, and read what it is. And it's always some weird shit. It's always about... You know, they'll read something like 
you know, item number, whatever. And then it'll have the story of like where it was found and what happened. And then it'll have, there'll, there's always multiple lines in each file that are just blank or say redacted that like you can't know what it means. Cause of it's course. like, it's classified. Right. And so the whole game is you finding these things and slowly piecing together, like the story of all this paranormal stuff that happens to like in this world in general, but also to the, the main character, the girl you're playing as. And, uh, you're, you're basically searching for a brother that she's locked up in this facility and uh, it, it's it's crazy. I, w- I would never want to ruin anything about it. But, like, if you even remotely like those uh, SCP Foundation shit, like, this game, it's like the video game version of that. And it's so cool. It's so well done. And, and the game's just fun to play. Like I said, you, you feel like a superhero by the end when you have all these powers. I mean, I'm not going to, like, ruin what you get, even though somebody kind of ruined some of them for me. But, like, there are moments in this game where you're like, I can't believe I can do this now. And it's just fun. The shooting feels incredible. I think it's every- I think it's very interesting that there's a game that you feel the atmosphere is so good in, but also the gameplay. Yeah, I feel like that right. is like normally, pretty rare. Normally you lean one or the other, right? And that's when I was making this list, I almost put I mean, here's the thing. There were three versions of this list. At first I almost had Death Stranding at number one because I feel like that story really got me and spoke to me. And then there was a version where I had Katana Zero as the one because, like I said when I was talking about it just now, I really don't think there's anything wrong with that game. Like, Control kind of has long load times, and every now and then I'd have, like, a technical problem or, like, the framing wasn't perfect. Like, you know, sometimes it would drop. But, like, I think Control was, like, the just the best combination of every factor that, like, goes into making a game, like, enjoyable. And, like, it didn't do every single aspect of it perfectly, but, like, it had so much coming together that just, like, heightened the experience where, like, when I look back on 2019 and what I played this year, like that was the game where like all the way through the entire time I was the most like totally just enthralled by it. And uh and I think a lot of people, I think like when that game came out, I don't think it got like a huge uh I don't know, they didn't market it super well or it's like a huge studio, right? What is it? Uh, Remedy Games, I think. The people that did like Alan Wake and stuff like that. I was going to say it does feel very undermarketed. I feel I felt like I saw very like very very few things about but it this year. I think it just they didn't expect it to like get this much love I think that's what it was like it's just one of those games that came out that like you don't really hear a lot about but but in this case like it surprised so many people that then it feels like this huge game that was under you know under marketed but it's really just because nobody thought it would do what it did um, and supposedly there's a, I think there's like two or three like story DLCs coming out uh, this year too which uh you know, say what you will about DLC, but it, it actually looks like it's going to be really cool shit they're going to add to it. So I have all, of all the games that I put on this list. I know some of these things like, you know, you said you'd like Kingdom Hearts 3, maybe you're like Death Stranding. But like this is the game that like you need to go out and buy this and play this as soon as you can because you would you would love it. Damn, that's a pretty high recommendation. So you're going to listen to me? No. OK. You sure? Because I really I think you should. I really like the game. Maybe. Okay, what do you, what do you, where are you at? Like you're kind of lukewarm. Mm, well, I just play a lot of WoW nowadays. Oh, okay. it's mostly just like a time thing. Well, one day you're gonna run out of things to do in WoW. Okay. It's only vanilla WoW, Connor. They're not gonna. It's possible. What if for that? I think I asked you this, but I don't remember what you said. Are they gonna add just? Is one day this gonna be just regular WoW? I don't know. Are they have updates. They have. Have they had updates? They haven't said. Well, they're they have to finish vanilla first, but then they said they're probably gonna do TBC and Wrath. Like they had the servers up and running. So, wait, what do you mean they had to finish vanilla? That's the one that's they have to out. F- yeah, they have to finish the content cycle of it. 
Like the raids. What's have, the content cycle? The raids have to release. Oh, okay. Like uh, right now, the only the first of the, like four raids is out. So. And it's the first of four. The first of the four raids that came out in the original game. Yeah, they all much. not released. They're all just once? being re-released. Yeah. Okay. So when the original when the original one came out, they weren't all out either. No, they no, no. Got... They had to get segmented out and like created. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I'm surprised. Okay, so that technically is your game of the year, though. You put that and uh, Sekiro. But I did. But I did. Wow is the one that, like, you personally, if you're back in game, that's what you would say. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I would say. Just because I know you said like it came out in 2004, and yes, that's fair that it did. But like, it was also a release this year. Like, it's it it was a yeah. you know you had to rebuy it. It was re. I mean, it's not the exact same. Like, is it literally like playing the original one of 2004? Don't they have, like, quality of life improvements and stuff There's, like, that? like, a few quality of life improvements. And the feel of the game overall is definitely a lot um, different from private servers slash what it was actually like. Because emulators are, like, more similar to what it was actually like than this is, I'd say. But yeah. there were a lot of back-end changes that are correct compared to private servers, which is, like, pretty interesting. But, yeah, I, I would say Classic WoW stands at, like, what I've put the most time into this year, for sure. Um, to be honest, I haven't really had much time to even play a lot of these other games that I would have possibly well, put. Well, yeah, because like, you're, so, you're so enthralled by Classic WoW. I just have to play them. So it belongs at your number one. It does. I would say it does. All right. Well, this was fun. So yeah. just to recap, my list, I'm going to go from five to one just real quick. Uh, fifth, I had Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Fourth was Death Stranding. Third was Kingdom Hearts 3. Number two, I put Katana Zero, and my game of the year for 2019 was Control. What about you, Connor? Uh, for number one, I put Classic WoW slash uh, Sekiro, of course. Uh, for, of course. Of course. <laughs> um, for number two, I can't even remember my fucking list, dude. Holy shit. Oh, I forgot it was a mental list. It was a mental list. I didn't even you have You see, a... boys and girls, it was all a sham. Yeah. None of, nothing he said was real. He was just talking out his ass like he's done to me for 10 what fucking years. What can I years. say? Okay, now, Chief. God damn it. I Maybe what's, I should have been two? writing this down somewhere, huh? Okay, I'm hurry up and make a new list. Uh, okay. <laughs> two was Smash, I remember now. Two was Smash. Yes, you are correct. Two was Smash. Um, three this is was... really not a good look. No, no, it really isn't. I got distracted, and I just dropped my mental list. <laughs> All right, so we're just going to do one and two for you? Uh, Yeah, we're just going to do one and two. Okay. <laughs> of course. I'm sorry. Borderlands, four was Apex. Borderlands was number five. Four was Apex. Three was Death Stranding. Two was Smash. Number one was Sekiro slash Classic WoW. Good job. Brought it together at the end. Brought it together at the very end. At the very end. At the very All right, well, this was a lot of fun. This was our top five games of 2019, and we will be back next year in 2021 to do our top five of 2020. Yep, all right. This was a good one. This was a good uh, annual thing. <laughs> no, really, what uh, – I know to put you on the spot, but uh, we haven't really planned out what exactly we even want this podcast to be. Um, I've done a few, like, solo review episodes that are going to be in this feed um, that aren't that good because doing a podcast by yourself is only – good if you're talented and uh, i don't think i'm there yet <laughs> um but so me and connor like you and me we want to do more shit so what it, i don't know we haven't really talked about it but what do you what do you what do you see this going like what do you want the next episode to be um should we, just, should we just talk video game news should we do a weekly episode where we're just checking in on what we're playing it sounds like for you it's going to be like where what raid you're on in uh 
you know, vanilla. I mean, yeah, I do take a lot of time. I mean, no, I think general video game news is fine. Like, yeah, I think if we were maybe doing one or two a week, I think it'd be cool to have one where it's gaming news for that week. And then I don't know. The other one could be what we're playing. But yeah, that's true. Uh, I think we should honestly uh, start streaming more generally. We should. And you've been streaming, right? And that's, I guess, when I was asking for your Twitter handle, that's almost what I should have said was what's your Twitch, because you've been on, you've been doing some stuff on Twitch, haven't you? Yeah, I have been streaming. It's, like, pretty intermittent, but I do want to get, like, serious eventually. Okay. It's just, well, what, uh, um, what's your, what's your username on Twitch? If people uh, literally just twitch.tv slash Connor Barnes. Connor Barnes. C-O-N-N-O-R-B-A-R-N-E-S. Yep, that's perfect. Okay. And you stream, what do you stream? Mostly WoW? Mostly, yeah, I mostly play Classic WoW. Interesting. I feel like if I stream a different game, I'm gonna get fucking flamed by my guild. So it's like very, it's a very <laughs> tight rope I walk here. Is it like is playing WoW just like a cult? Like you're in it? Unfortunately, you're... <laughs> unfortunately, you need to get out of that, man. I do need to get out of that. Come back to me. Come back to Dota. No to chance. No to chance. <laughs> okay, well we are gonna keep doing episodes of this. Um, 100. Be on the lookout. This is our first episode of the new year, but um. This is going to be an ongoing thing. Me and Connor are going to rekindle our friendship, and everybody's going to watch it happen. That's fair. You know what else? And we're just brainstorming here, which probably we should do this off air, but whatever. Put this at the end. Um, you should get – do you have uh, AMC A-list? Uh, no, I do not. You should. Do you live by a movie theater? Uh, no. Yes, do you yes, have I access do. To yes, a I do. What am I saying? No. Uh, I do I do live next to a movie theater, but I do not have a, a vehicle right now. I just totaled my car. Actually, Should funny enough, the that? insurance adjuster uh, told me that my car was probably going to be a complete loss. So, Yeah, that picture you sent me didn't look good. No, it was fucked. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When I texted... We, we, <laughs> I texted Connor like a week ago. I said, we, we've been... Me and Connor, we've, you and me have been talking about doing a podcast for a while. We yeah. did like a one-off episode as one day last year that was just like kind of for fun. We didn't really get back to it. Um, but like last week, I was like really thinking a lot about what I wanted to do uh, new this year and how I wanted to just kind of like actually just push and do some of these things I've been thinking about for a long time. Yeah. And I think a podcast is fun and cool because it can be like we can release these episodes and if two people listen to them, then that's fine. We're just getting better at it, right? Like it, it, it'll course. only improve, Skill. right? Yeah. So one day I was like, it's time to do this. I, and I just texted you, right? I just said, hey, let's do the podcast. You want to start it next week, whatever. Yeah. And then you sent back, uh, as you sent this, I literally wrecked my car. But yes, I'm down. <laughs> yes, yes. that was, I do remember that now. Yeah, I literally did wreck my car as you sent me that. And uh, and then you sent me a picture of it, and you explained what happened. And I'm glad you're okay, but yeah, I fuck, that sucks, man. Yeah, it's and if I remember right, you said when you got home maybe like eight hours later, it was like a long day, and as soon as you walked in the door, you stepped in cat shit. Uh, yes, that was also the truth. So that wasn't a fun day. No, no, that day was pretty bad. I actually don't know what so, car I want to get next, to be honest. It's actually like something to debate or talk about. Uh, so you're just going to jump right back into a uh, – what am I saying? You need a car. <laughs> yeah, wait. Am I going to jump back into driving? Well, I don't have PTSD. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have PTSD from it. It's just irritating not having a car. Didn't you fucking – didn't you ram into a semi? Yes, actually. I ran – I – we're going to end the semi going 75, and I'm completely uninjured. Are you see You were going 75? It was a highway shit for brains. I wasn't driving in a fucking school lane. I, <laughs> no, this is this is incredible. It's like a miracle that you Yeah, no, fine. it's a miracle that I'm okay. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. 
dab. I'm, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad we were able to record this podcast. Oh, yeah. And, uh, if I was driving a little faster, dude, who knows who would be on this so podcast. This would be like one of the solo episodes I did a few weeks so, ago. Yeah, my co-host boring. has died, unfortunately. Like, unlucky. It's gotten really dark. Oh, I'm, well. I'm glad you're okay, though. I'm glad you're alive. Of course. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have another episode out next week, right? Yeah, Tuesday, 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 and Thursday. Look for our next episode Tuesday, okay, everybody? This was our top five games of 2019. Um, I'm not sure if this is gonna find its way to YouTube. They de- it definitely will eventually, but if it's on YouTube, throw down your top five in the comments, right? Do you think anybody's gonna listen to this? Of course, bro. Okay. I'm big pumper. Because I feel I feel stupid saying this if it's nobody's gonna listen to bro, it, bro. As soon as I start. Bro, as soon as I start becoming a famous WoW streamer, big pumper style, I'll just uh, I'll just plug our podcast. Everybody. Yes, put it all over your Twitch stream and also uh, on Reddit because I I still believe that you're really good on Reddit. That you're just the fucking king. You still believe me on that? Yeah, I know you. You wake up every morning. You go straight to Reddit. That's true. That's true. Okay. Well, until next week. Yeah. Thank this you has all. Been Doc thank mode. you all for listening. Yeah. This is Doc Mode. Bye bye.